rise above, train hard, dream big. The RTV podcast with Cam and Deb. The ability to adapt to life when things change fast is, I call it mental agility. Like we talk about agility in sports, like the, the ability to like change directions with no real warning. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people struggle with this in their fitness routine. Like say the holidays come, like it's Christmas, New Year's, like you know that comes every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, we have a hard time adapting to that. It's because not enough people are proactive. Everybody's reactive. Gotcha. I... I'm going to, I swear to God, if people haven't read this book yet, (laughs) you need to go out and buy it now. I'm like this guy's number one supporter, but like the seven habits of highly effective people, I read this in, it talked about being proactive versus reactive. And so many people in the world are reactive and you don't even realize it. Mm. So say all of a sudden you have negative money in your bank account. Now, all of a sudden, you're like, holy shit, I need to get a job. I need to, like, now you're scrambling to figure shit out when at probably some point you had $500 in your bank account. At that point, you should have been like, oh, I need to do something. And then been proactive, taken steps to get to where you want to be. And now you wouldn't be in that negative position. Yeah. That is, like, some some things are planned. Right? Like kids being off school for two months in the summer, three months in the summer, however long it is. Your family vacation is usually planned. Um, and those planned things also we have a hard time adapting to and we know that they're coming. Um, but those things that just happen, that spring up, like say like your child broke their leg and you now have to be there them all the time 24 7 things change what are you going to do in those times to continue on your goal or to continue on the journey like the goal should stay the same but the way you get there might look differently the plan changes yeah the plan changes like say maybe you lose your job or something and you have a new job and the new job that you have is you're not nearly as active as you were in that old job. So now we have to think about like, how are we going to adapt to that? How's our lifestyle going to change? Can we walk to work? Can we walk to get a coffee? There's always a solution. Totally. And I got a great client success story on this. So I have a long-term client. She's, oh God, been with me now like four years. Yep. Um, the first couple of years, like she'd come to me two, three times a week. You know, she just loves moving her body. Her fitness is a number one priority. Always been a very fit individual but then she had her first child yeah obviously that changes things um you know her husband works full-time he owns a dentist practice so busy man she also lives out of town quite a bit of ways so obviously coming to the gym three times a week unfortunately wasn't in the cards right also because our daycare at the gym has um, rules about how old the kids can be. I don't think they'll take them until they're a year old. Yeah. So, you know, that, again, not an option. So she adapted to the situation. She came to see me once a week where she could find, you know, somebody to come watch the kid. And then she just walked every day. Yeah. She went for a walk every single day with the stroller, just around the neighborhood. Saw phenomenal results. Like, she was back to her pre-baby body in 
I think six months. That's awesome. Right? And most people would just be like, oh, I have a kid. I can give up now. Right? Like, <laughs> that's pretty, that's a stretch. But yeah. a lot of people do that. It's like, oh, I have this new circumstance. I can't make anything work anymore. Yeah. Or even traveling. Like, vacation oh. is a big one, too. Like, my last vacation that I went on, I was in prep for a competition. And you can still make things work. Like, maybe sometimes you have to change the plan a little bit or, you know, do a little bit of extra cardio or something to make up for those extra calories here or there. But um, having the ability to pivot quickly is a life skill. Oh, 100%. And another example that I'm going to give is because this is something I actually really like to teach my clients because it's so important if you want to sustain results that you get yeah, is learning how to adapt and how to be proactive. So I taught a big chunk of my clients how to do that just before Christmas. So 45 days before, you know, the holidays where, you know, let's just say for seven days, you're not going to be working out. Yeah. Let's just put that number out there, right? Make it easy. So 45 days beforehand, I said to everybody, like you, do you guys have any commitments in the next 45 days? No, not really. Great. We're going to send it. Yeah. I'm like, this is like, we're doing a bunch of extra cardio. We're getting at least three to five workouts in a week. You know, the nutrition, we got to have it dialed in, like not being sloppy with nutrition, like things we need to dial it in because then when you get to those seven days, you don't have to feel bad. You don't have to feel guilty about it because you've put in all of this work. You've been proactive and now you can enjoy maybe a little bit lower activity, a little bit higher calorie foods, and it's not going to throw you off your game. And chances are you're going to be more motivated to get back to it because you know, you, you just killed it yeah. for the last X amount of days. And this comes back to something we always talk about is knowing your seasons yeah like tam gave the example of the kids being off of school okay so you know in the summertime the kids are off of school for what two months about yeah about that so if you're a parent and say you have two three kids you know that's going to be a bit of a busier time and maybe a time where you can't make it to the gym five days a week you can work out from home you can change up the plan. You can take the kids to do something active. Like yeah, maybe take the whole family for a bike ride. Do a playground workout. Yeah, like <laughs> there's so many options here, but people just, they'd rather make excuses than put in the work. It's easier. And another thing for adapting, I had a client a few years ago who was had a very sedentary job. Did not move very much. I was looking at the tracker for steps and we're like a steady three to 4,000 steps a day, which is like really low. And I was trying to get to the bottom of like, why, why, why is the step count so low? 12 hour shit, like just a lot of sitting. And it's like, okay, well, this person had like fat loss goals, very inactive, super low (laughs) metabolism, I did not feel comfortable dropping this person's calories any lower than they were at. And the only other solution I had was to get this person moving more. Mm -hmm. So this person had to move more with the hours that they had, 
And I said, is, you know, is there any other position that you can take at your work that would have you moving more? And she's like, oh yeah, I think I, I think I can work something out. Bid on another position at work. Her steps went from 3,000 steps a day to like 12,000 steps a day. And she lost like 20 pounds in 12 oh weeks just by making that one small is change. Wild. Change. Like just, you know, you're spending 12 hours a day at work. Let's work with that time to make those changes. It doesn't always have to be in the gym or in the kitchen. No, a hundred percent. Like I got another client example as well, you know, in this 45 days, I had same kind of scenario. Client had a very sedentary job, but she was killing it on all other fronts, but also hated that she, you know, had to be sitting yeah. all the time. So she would literally do like on her paid 15 minute breaks, she would do like a yoga practice at her desk because she has like a cubicle, right? Yeah. Would just do like a yoga (laughs) practice in her office. And I know not a lot of people might be comfortable doing that, but like that's how she got more movement into her day or went for a walk on her lunch break, like just simple things like that and results phenomenal. Yeah. The walk on the lunch break is huge. That can make such a big difference as far as movement goes in your day. Um, sneak in your food when you're not on your lunch is what I try to do <laughs> like if you have the option like okay well I could go for a walk or I can eat my lunch I don't have time to do both adapt figure it out I'm sure you could figure it out yeah and that's even like so speaking of adapting like let's take travel so I have a lot of clients that are business owners they travel a lot one comes to mind specifically he is always traveling yeah always summer and we always have discussions about nutrition and I was like okay you know what we're gonna figure this out this year and I said next time you go on a business trip I was like I need you to track your food because I need to see like what's going on yeah and how can we adapt to fix this because a lot of the time when you travel you think like I gotta eat out all the time yeah and I did a whole episode on like ways that you can beat that like booking an Airbnb instead of a hotel even just having a fridge in your hotel where you can store small things for like breakfast um I don't know if a lot of people know but you can actually bring food on an airplane yeah I did that the last time I went to Arizona like as long as it meets um TSA standards like I had, I had meat, I had cheese, I had, the only thing they threw away was hummus because it was too big, the container, it had to be a little bit smaller, but I had like all of these snacks, I had protein bars, and I brought it all on the plane with me. Yeah. Right? Like, so if you're someone who travels a lot, um, on planes especially, look into the TSA rules and see what you can bring, because then just having those snacks, you know, you're not going to maybe make those worst decisions once you get off the plane like I haven't seen very good options for airport food a lot of the time there's sometimes I've seen like a smoothie place yeah but chances are it's gonna be fairly high calorie fried foods not the best options so like if you have those snacks and stuff you can bypass that completely and then maybe go have a better meal later so you just you got to learn how to adapt yeah and plan ahead I know business travel might be a little bit different but when you're on vacation sometimes your mindset flips yeah and you're just like in vacation mode and planning ahead being proactive for that is 
key because otherwise you come back from vacation you're sluggish you feel like crap you're bloated you've lost your momentum you don't want to get back into it it's a grind and now you're being reactive and it's way harder coming from a place of being reactive than proactive well yeah because i think when a lot of people become reactive they go overboard right they have this all-in mentality where it's like oh my god i feel like shit i'm bloated i'm you know, yada da da. Or all in mentality on I'm going to an all inclusive vacation. Uh. I'm gonna get it all in me while I can and then make up for it later. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. You can't make <laughs> up for anything. You can't make up for sleep. You can't make up for eating bad food. Like it doesn't work like that. You can't work it off. Yeah. And so then they get stuck in this hamster wheel of all in, all out, all in, all out. And then you stay stuck in the same place. Yeah. It's instead like of adapting. What we talked about <laughs> on the other podcast. Mini bulk, mini cut, mini bulk, mini cut. Yeah. Same type of situation. And I mean, over the long term, like we're talking years, you'll see some results, but you're not going to see them quickly. No. And then you just keep getting more discouraged at the lack of results that you're seeing or the progress Yeah. at which. Um, so again, it kind of, I think, comes down to knowing your seasons, knowing what's coming up. Yes, life is going to throw curveballs at you, but that's also that's also when you really have to tell yourself that you are important and your health is important because I've had this conversation with a lot of people too where it's like, oh, well, I have to take care of my sick parent and I have to do this and I lost my job and I this and that and that and it's like okay awesome not that any of those things are awesome but you know stop blaming your circumstances on your lack of results because the longer that you do that the further behind you're going to get and then the more painful the problem is going to become yeah and just like the agility to be able to adapt to a situation I feel like it has a lot to do with mindset mm-hmm. like I'll wear, I'll walk into work sometimes and it is a massive day and I hear complaining all around me I could easily like get into that too oh today is gonna suck it's gonna be hard my hips my back my neck like whatever or hell yeah let's fucking go and that that's my attitude 90% of the time because that also gives me the mental agility to be able to adapt faster because I've given myself permission and I think too like when you get into this mindset of oh it's going to suck or whatever it will it does oh it does you manifest it <laughs> yeah. and like a big thing that I've actually started doing with a lot of my clients because one of the biggest excuses when it comes to like trying to adapt is time you get the I don't have time. (laughs) And every single time somebody tells me that, I ask them, what is your screen time on your phone? Yeah. And right away, you see the, okay, never mind. And they know (laughs) it's an excuse. Like, I call them on it without directly calling them on it. But I say, what is your screen time on your phone? Right? And, like, I had this conversation with a new client of mine. He gave me the, the time one. And I said... Like, what are you doing in the morning, like, when you were working out? Yeah. Like, I was just being blunt. And, you know, he was talking about getting notifications and work and this and that. And I was like, okay, at 5 a.m. in the morning when you work out, I was like, whatever notifications you're getting are irrelevant. I was like, you don't work in a job that requires you to be on call 
like anything like that, right? I was like, so why are we worried about a potential notification coming in at that time? So I said to him, I was like, look, this is what we need to do. I was like, you need to turn off your notifications for those from like 5 a.m. to whenever you leave for work. Like then fine, turn them back on. Yeah. I was like, but like you're just like people are so distracted by stupid things. I agree. And there's probably somebody like way busier than you getting oh, yeah. way better results than you because you're just not showing up to put in the work. It's easy to make up excuses. Like for me, like the time excuse, the first place I go to is like, oh, what time do you start work in the morning? Oh, you start work at seven, eight. What time do you get up in the morning? Oh, you get up at six or seven. Like you're giving yourself like one hour to get out of bed, brush your teeth, eat, get to work. And then like there, you got lots of time. You got hours of time. You're just not making time. So when I hear people say like, I don't have time in my head, I think like it's just not a priority for you. Exactly. And maybe that's because your actual goal is not important enough to you yet. Yeah. Which you gotta it find happens. Your why. <laughs> but you got to find your why. And then you've got to start making the habit changes, the adaptations yeah. that are going to get you there. And the hard conversations with yourself and maybe the people around you. Like if it is an environment thing where like you're adapting to a new situation. So say like your parents come to live with you or something now, you're responsible for some other people you need to put in some more time their expectations of you are like you know getting in the way of your goals set some boundaries adapt to those like put yourself first so that you can take care of everyone else around you yeah and I think the last part we kind of wanted to talk about on this one because I feel like we've both been tiptoeing around this before because it it could be a taken as a controversial topic yeah but I do think it's important because we are in, you know, physical, mental health. Is the excuse that people use a lot of the time of depression, like suffering from depression, like I can't do this or I can't do that or I haven't achieved that because of I struggle with depression and I'm not underplaying depression. I myself have struggled with it. I have had bouts of it. I still do have bouts of it. But again, too many times people will use it as an excuse and the thing about depression is you don't always feel that low there's days that are better than others like there are some days that just knock you down and you cannot like physically get out of bed right yeah but there are days where you know things are a little bit better things look a little bit brighter and those are the days that you need to take action to figure out how you can better this situation. Yeah, if you know that it's something that you struggle with, if you know that you go through episodes of it, like how do you set yourself up to navigate that? How do you adapt to that? Like if you know it's not going away and it's something you struggle with, like how are you going to adapt to that situation? Maybe you work out at home. Maybe you do something different. Mm -hmm. Maybe you phone a friend. Maybe you hire a therapist. Maybe you have to get medication if it's that bad right like but you have to take the action steps on anything not just depression on any circumstance that you are given you have to take action to figuring out how to adapt yeah I the think action the, the easiest thing to do is nothing right no oh, yeah <laughs> so 
yeah, go take some action, adapt, um, work on the skill of having that agility to change with life when life changes. And be proactive, not reactive. Yeah, no excuses. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Rise, Train, Dream. And we will catch you fine listeners later. Catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and give us a five-star rating. Don't forget to share us out on your socials, too. Thanks again.